trying to make y'all comfortable. All right, welcome back to the Inside Feed, everyone. Hey. It is our 29th episode. Wow. Which is quite the quinky dink because my birthday this week is on the 29th. 29th. Saturday. Saturday. What? Everyone get ready to celebrate. She's not turning 29. Not thank She's, God. um... We'll just say she's turning 22. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to reveal her age. (laughs) Yeah, lady doesn't reveal her age. On today's episode, we are going to be answering all of your questions surrounding the championship series and life inside of the bubble. Yes, we went to y'all because we kind of covered some things last week, but we knew that there was a lot of things that we missed. So there's only what us, soccer, us, soccer, NBA, MLB, NHL... Yeah. At least I think we're the first one that's like completed it, really. Right. Yeah. In the the and women's, women's league. Yep. Yeah. So we wanted to go to y'all just kind of see what you were curious about with life inside of a sports bubble. So yeah. we got sixteen really good questions. Um, it's everything from like lacrosse to not to lacrosse. Life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna h- handle all of these today. Ready? ready okay heath underscore jones 24 said was it weird without fans and how did the players play without them you think i would say the first game was sort of weird mm-hmm. without fans but we pumped in crowd noise which right. helped a ton and then you just got used to it yeah and it started the crowd noise started like in warm-ups at first it was like yo this is weird and i think it was we thought it, i thought it was kind of loud at first and i was like this yeah. is but then again we were sitting like right next to a speaker so i was like <laughs> i think we're okay but it was weird, but I think the weirdest part was when it wasn't playing because there was one, I think it was just one game. It was, I think it was the Woods Whips. Um, it was that. And um, then semifinal. Chrome Archers. Yeah. The one that got delayed for the power outage. Right. So they went late and because of a city ordinance, we had to turn off the like music and mm-hmm. like the sound and all that. So we literally we pumped it up into the broadcast so fans actually had no idea but for us like being there you could hear yeah <laughs> everything like you could weird. hear like huddle breakdowns from like in the stands you could hear you could hear like hard checks i mean you could hear like especially even like when someone would take a shot and it would hit off the goalie you, it was weird. Yeah. I don't think it affected players. I remember Grant saying after his first game, it was a sort of weird not having fans in the stands. Yeah. But I think it's one of those things when you're playing, you you don't hear any of that anyway. Right. Um, so I don't think it affected players. Even they probably like, missed like the post-game stuff, obviously, of like sure. signing autographs and taking pictures. Visually, though, it didn't seem weird with the cutouts. The cutouts looked so good. I know. They looked really good and in the highlights. Like, the cutouts were st- dirty like yeah they did not go our ops anywhere. team planned accordingly there was they were one, ready for like rain we had, like the storm <laughs> and it pushed um redwoods archers back mm-hmm. it was windy like yeah. it got intense and there were like different things that like kind of were like flying around but those cardboard cutouts did not move nope they were really good great fans <laughs> all right next question Bear Cake Bomber. Interesting. What's your favorite play from the championship series? So I have a play and I have a performance. Oh. Yeah. Because I decided to like. Okay. You go first then. (laughs) Um, So my favorite play is Josh Burns. Like between the legs. I think it's it's twofold. So I love 
that he did it and like he pulled it off like right. i think that's great but also like his attitude after was like the funniest thing ever because he was kind of just like i don't know i blacked out and he's kind of like this like whole like shrug like you know the guy in the last dance where he's just like the guy and he's just like shrugs. yeah that was josh burn after like yeah. he was just kind of like yeah i did it like i don't know like i'm just having fun yeah so i loved that i mean josh burn was really fun to watch all season so that play was probably and then yeah. what was your favorite performance my favorite performance was cav whips redwood semifinals because yes. he like turned it on and we kind of saw it last season but he was injured so it sucked because you saw this like really great player but you knew how much he was hurting yeah and so seeing him go off like that you know he's like I, he was he wasn't full health, but he was good. Right. And so seeing him, yeah, I mean, it was so fun to watch. I would say mine, first one that comes to my mind is the grant behind the back to Schreiber. Oh, yeah, that was That, that was just, was like, nice. iconic. <laughs> and then the other one that came to mind was Zach Courier's OT winner. Oh, that one was like, great, too. Like, that was too. just an absolute oh, laser. Man. I was standing on the sideline waiting to grab whoever won to do my post-game interview. Yeah. And I had a great angle of it going up the it was top corner, right? Yes, top corner. And right. it was just like, it was one of those plays you were like, whoa, my God. You know God. what's another really good OT winner was Amblers. Yes. But it's the fact of like how he got that pass is like insane. Yeah, he like it's went like under little, the yeah, defender. It's like yeah. yeah, it's like a little twister, but like a body twister. Ryan Ambler appreciation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just like change this. We love Ryan Ambler. <laughs> okay. Miles underscore Herrera underscore said, what was the main thing people ordered from DoorDash? A specific restaurant. A lot of Domino's. Domino's. <laughs> a lot of Domino's. Domino's. Domino's usually around 11 p.m. Katie DeFeo would order so for good. the group. We would get two large it was like, pizzas, yeah. some garlic knots, and lava cakes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the main order. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Y'all ordered Starbucks a ton. I didn't get it. I got it. Starbucks, yeah, a lot. Chick-fil-A. You got Chick-fil-A. I got Chick-fil-A. I would um, say Domi's was definitely the, the I top. Got, um, Shake Shack once. It wasn't that great. So I was like, skirt, never again. Yeah. Get Shake Shack in person. <laughs> I would say Domino's, definitely. Yeah, Domino's, Domino's got a lot of our business. One. M. Jerback 99 what was the hardest part of the bubble? What was the most fun part of the bubble? Hardest part of the bubble? Probably just not being able to, like, interact a ton with people outside of our social group. Like, we couldn't eat lunch with, like, yeah. teams. We couldn't eat it. Like, that was probably just the hardest part of, like, separation. Oh, I was about to, I think it's separation after the fact because, yeah, like, last season we would see, we would have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. like, with these people. And we just, like, would hang out. We would kind of have, like our weekend like hang out together and then we would all go back to our lives like get our work done during and the week like, all right, and then see we were like weekend. all right see you on friday <laughs> yeah. and so it no, was really yeah. nice seeing everyone every single day but the separation towards the end it was like oh my god this is my last yeah. one i'm gonna see or this is our last practice or, once, and that's when it got sad yeah once teams started getting eliminated it slowly got more got and more quiet in yeah. the facility and that's when you're like oh this is like for real like people are actually going home yeah. like we're back to not seeing you for another that was so <laughs> like sad. eight months well even like you couldn't like we saw them but it wasn't to the point of like you can hug them right. and like it was not the same yeah. at all but it was still great like seeing people right because we've been in this house for forever <laughs> <laughs> what was the most fun part of the bubble 
probably um it felt like I felt like I was back at college where yeah. I could just like go and knock on someone's door at like 1130 at night and be like hey guys what are you doing yeah just like that interact like being around people constantly being around your friends constantly and like yeah. working yeah it felt like a sort of call and I think our players saw that way too of yeah it was they got camp. to yeah be yeah. with their team for three weeks straight and it felt like college again yeah we didn't do a lot, honestly, outside of work. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I could, there isn't anything that, like, it's like we would ha- sometimes have, like, movie nights. Like, no, no, we literally just, like, worked the whole time. Yeah. But it was nice. I think it is, like, the passing moments where we were just, like, chilling. Or, I mean, like, the one less, a few times was when we were all just, like, sitting outside on, right outside of our dorm. Yeah. And just, like, shooting the shit. Yeah. And, just like hanging out and not working for once on our off days and that was nice okay it was fun next the scrabble king how long did it take for you to get adjusted to the bubble one year out from an inaugural traditional season and what was the hardest part of that adjustment i think for us what was nice is that we only had one season under our belt so we aren't like acclimated to a normal yet yeah for our season yeah i mean obviously having that tour base this year would have been ideal but for us, we're limble, and so we're able to make these adjustments and, like, go wherever we um, must fit. Right. So, obviously, it was, like, hard, but I think if anyone was able to pull it off, I think it was us. Yeah. I would say, back to your point of, like, last year we would have Friday, Saturday, Sunday games, and then we would have, you know, three or four days to go back and, like, work on the next weekend that was ahead. Yeah from like a content side it was so hard to um you know you had like 16 hours if that to Mm -hmm. transition from one game to the next so it was hard to um you couldn't really like stretch out storylines or highlight certain players because they were likely playing the next game and like that content would be you know old after 12 hours so that was probably yeah we had so many interesting storylines at the beginning like with chrome like just totally like gelling like mm-hmm. if this if this would have been a last season but like a tour based season i mean i think the hype for chrome would have been so much bigger yeah. just because we would have had more time more time to, to tell yeah. the stories of like what's going on and like you know blah blah, blah. but yeah it was just different yeah but, but we made it work for sure yeah Big underscore calves. <laughs> calves. Calves. I, I can never say that word. Big right. calves. Calves. After Purely. a few days, did it seem as normal as the IMG training camp last year? I think so. I think so, it yeah. It was kind of like a training camp. Only minus the, like, last year we would could, like, eat lunch with guys and dinner and, like, yeah. hang out. And, like, we stayed at the same hotel as them last year. This year we were separated, separated. in different places. So um, that was really the only different part. But other than that, yeah, yeah. it all felt the same. Because training camp is lacrosse camp. And then this was just, like, lacrosse camp, <laughs> like, elevated with, <laughs> like, stakes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, you become a champion. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and you play like, on TV. <laughs> play on TV. <laughs> Johnny D. Farrell said, team feuds inside the bubble, question mark. So... We actually didn't see a ton of this, and I think they, our COVID committee did a really good job, like, keeping everyone to their designated social group. So, I don't think we've, like, talked about social groups a ton. Yeah. So, each team 
that includes coaching staff and their designated trainer were a social group. Yeah. And then like NBC was a social group. Media team was a social group. And then like the rest of the PLL staff was a social group. Mm-hmm. And each of us within our social groups had to go eat at the same times. So we had our designated areas, AKA ours was like our Spanish classroom. <laughs> <laughs> the teams had their locker rooms in a classroom and like each social group had their designated like area. So teams didn't interact a whole ton outside of games. No. And I think, and they're like team, like their buses their to buses take them from the hotel, the facility were scheduled at a certain same. time. Yep. They never cross pollinated. No. Yes. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Beard coach Beardsley. He made a joke how like, when we all arrived, we all arrived at the same time because mm-hmm. most of the, a flights. lot of guys, yeah, flights, yeah. Uh, that charter plane, it was just like a bunch of different people. So everyone was friendly. But as soon as like day one training camp, a lot of guys were kind of in the zone and it was like very serious from then on. But then again, you don't really see anyone outside of your social group. Yeah. So there wasn't really a chance for them. And it's not like there were scrimmages beforehand. Right. Um, so guys didn't really have a chance to do that. The closest they probably got was practice fields next to each other. Yeah. Which, and even that wasn't that close. Right. Um, Andrew Bobet, what food did you miss the most? Oh, I know my answer. Food like I'm saying here that I missed during the three weeks or food that I ate in Utah that I missed. (laughs) No, no, no. Food from here that you didn't get at Utah. Uh, Mine's a drink. Yeah. But mine's not alcohol. Oh, it's not alcohol. No. Mine's almond milk. (laughs) What? I missed almond milk so much. Wow. You sound so LA right now. Can you tell she's lived in LA for a year? I've always been a- The one thing she misses is almond milk. No, listen. (laughs) I've always been a huge milk drinker. Always, my whole life. My mom will, like, validate this. Like, after ballet practice, I would come home and, like, have a glass of milk. I love milk. <laughs> I do. You and Connor Farrell. I, yes. <laughs> like, I relate to that on, like, a spiritual level. Like, I could be milk woman. But um, I like almond milk because it's sweeter and it's lighter. Well, okay. So that's my spiel on almond milk. <laughs> I missed it a lot. What did I miss? Um, food wise, I was gonna say I missed like a margarita. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't say that. But we had margaritas. Yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> Mostly, I missed like putting on normal clothes and going out. <laughs> but that's just a general 2020 <laughs> thing that I miss. Get putting on real clothes what and going I to a restaurant. I miss like guacamole. Yeah, I was gonna say I eat avocado toast a lot for breakfast but i was not gonna say that because i didn't want to sound <laughs> oh, super so LA. la so <laughs> it's <missed> avocados <laughs> i love that um andrew same guy said was there any equipment y'all forgot and had to improve the solution i, I don't, don't think, think so. so i was honestly very prepared i had like to the point of where i had like power strips like in my room and like at my designated like I brought it to my spot and then I had a full like charger thing for all of my gadgets. Yeah, I felt pretty prepared and we got a great, great hookup from Sony. Yes. Shout out Sony. Yes. They supplied like all our cameras for us. Mm -hmm. Best of the best. So we were very prepared. Yeah, that was great. I think um, things that we had to be aware of is in regards to like especially camera equipment was mics and making sure that they were sanitized and cleaned 
in between each guy that was using it, especially like when we like mic'd up people mm-hmm. for practices or even like with sit down interviews and we wanted to have like a singular like mic on them. Yep. You had to sanitize between every single use. So like if you're listening and you're like, oh, my God, what do I do? I think that's just something to be aware of. Like make sure that you have multiple of them so that, you know, you have to sanitize it. Yeah. Like multiple times. Sanitization yes. is key. Eliz underscore 21 said, how did you find time to sleep between games and planning content? Great question. Great question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was nice was there was a stint in the middle that was like every like five days, like the five days were the exact same like double header schedule. Yeah. We had a lot of late games with, which helped a lot because we we could could plan in the morning. Yeah. We could like sleep in maybe a little and then plan for what was happening like later that night. You have to think though, like you want to plan, but the storylines are so ever changing because games are happening like every single day. So right. you want to plan ahead, but there's a point where you kind of can't. So you don't know what's going to happen. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we like, I mean, no, we had no idea. Like, yeah, we had no like chaos. We had no idea chaos was going to go like zero and four. Right. Or even if you think about the championship game, like we really just had two game two days to plan for that because we didn't know who was going to the championship game until Thursday, and, and then the we had our media day Sunday. Friday. So we really had forty eight hours, and we had a early game Sunday morning as a championship game. So we really right. only had forty eight hours to plan a championship matchup. So we would like talk about content two days in advance, but it wasn't super in depth. Yeah, it was very high level. Stuff. It was very high level and there were specific days where it would go where a team would play like back to back so you would have to like talk like okay the what ifs like what if this happens what you know this is like they're going to this game like this or you know like for instance like um archer had a game and it was kind of like okay if they win this the one on sundays for the one seed you know we tried to think two days in advance but there was a point where i was like this is not worth it. Let's just talk every morning and yeah. um, figure things out. We were posting so much and then it would, you would have a game like 12 hours later. So even from like a person who's like looking at our Instagram feed or Twitter feed, like it's happening so fast. It's happening so fast that you can only really do like so much. Right. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Brendan dot Baumgarten. What was it like creatively with, the media team and how did you all feed off of each other great question i love and i think it's something that was done well when our like full-time staff was hired and then it kind of um bled into like the freelance but we had such a good mix of people who worked in lacrosse and people who don't mm-hmm. um one of my like favorite t- photographers well, i mean i mean the photographers were so great but one guy that I have followed because he works in college athletics and I knew him when I worked in college athletics, his name is Alex King mm-hmm. and he knows lacrosse, but he works at West Virginia and he just like never covers, doesn't really cover much yeah. lacrosse anymore, but he has experience with like strong football and strong basketball. And so he was able to bring a different perspective and he, you know, it was people like that, that we had, we had some guys on the video team that would just want to try things or were really proficient and like drone or like Mm -hmm. did different things that were so good for our team to like the way we were thinking was like oh my gosh I never thought like that 
let's try it this way and so then yeah we had a really good melting pot yeah we had the freelancers we hired like just they were phenomenal like all around they were and each of them brought something different and so we were able to make our content like you know it wasn't the same thing over and over again right which was great um and I think to just us spending so much time together helped Mm because we all got to like know each other and it wasn't like a weird yeah um environment at all and I think to we're allowed to do a lot of like stuff we wanted if we want to try something yeah we're we're given that freedom to do it um so that definitely helps yeah for sure last question jack jack 31 how did your hair survive the heat and look good every day what was the laundry situation great question jackie love you uh, my you hair did jack not look good every day saying you love that? no i love jackie i like i know jackie oh okay yeah i know jackie <laughs> My hair did not look good every day. <laughs> I'm in a phase of my life where I'm not washing my hair every day. So I had to like strategically be like, okay, my hair's down this day and it's going into bun tomorrow. Like, it helps. Yeah. Same. It helped too that there was like no humidity. Yes. Um, Cause my hair doesn't do well with that. Yes. So that helped. Um, but yeah, you just, you know, just take some L sometimes. Yep. And you're just like, everything's happening so fast. There was a point where I was like, I'm just going to make my face look nice and my hair can do <laughs> well, and other it was things. So hot. Yes. Too, so you just wanted it off of like yeah. my neck. Yes. Blech. Gross. Laundry no. situation. They had laundry on site. They had it in the dorms. In and the so dorms. We stayed in the dorms and it was us, NBC and the NBC freelancers. And so um, all of us had like a laundry situation on the first floor next to like the kitchen, like common area mm-hmm. and they were like great yeah. i brought a ton of clothes so i only did laundry once yeah i only did la- laundry once too but but yeah it was super easy and they gave us detergent and all that good stuff and then they came to like change our sheets and our beds twice a week yeah and towels which was great I think it was the same laundry too the same sort of situation for players at oh, the hotel great that's easy i think so oh uh, yeah i don't know did the players like did their I normal would see it on clothes? their schedule like drop off laundry at 8 30 okay so there are the answers to your questions we hope we answered them well enough before we get into that speed boy this podcast is brought to you by our incredible friends at Ticketmaster, the official presenting sponsor of the PLL. Ticketmaster has all of your needs when it comes to concerts, sporting events, arts and theater, and more. To check out everything they have to offer, head to Ticketmaster.com or open up your Ticketmaster app. Again, Ticketmaster.com or open up your Ticketmaster app. Like I said, my birthday is on Saturday, so if you want to get me a present, Ticketmaster. Go buy some I'm sure has Ticketmaster something. merch. Merch. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's Ticketmaster merch. I will. If you want to send me tickets to a football game, if that's allowed, it's I'll gladly go. <laughs> All right. Now it is time for that, that speed, boy. That speed, boy. During the segment, Emma will have 52 seconds to answer as many interesting stats, fun facts about our players, the league games this season, anything that happened during the championship series. We have new stats. <gasps> this week, it is specific to championship series leaderboard. So, like, who led the league in blah, blah, blah. Got it. Oh, this is going to be a walk in the park. Yeah, it should be pretty easy. Let's if, go. If she gets it correct, she will hear this sound. And if she gets it wrong, she will hear this sound. 
Are you ready? I know we said um, last week we were going to have a fan. Yes. We, so let's make it official. Yeah. We so we not. were kind of like messing around, but like <laughs> not. But we're dead serious. If you want to be on that speedboard, message our Instagram. DM us. At the inside feed. We will start doing it. We're going to do it over Zoom. And so we will get it set up. Each person, you know, one person every single week. Yep. Um. So DM us at the inside feed. Let us know and we will get you scheduled. We are dead serious. <laughs> and you cannot pick the the subject. Sub the team. I am the holder of yeah. that. Lisa holds the keys. I hold the key to that. Yeah. Okay. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> no, I know. I got it. I know I got yeah, it. Yeah, this is it's it's easy. Ready? Go. Who led the league in points? Rambo. Who led the league in shot percentage? Ooh. Uh, Pat Rush. (laughs) (laughs) Who led the league in save percentage? Burnlore. Yes. Who led the league in calls turnovers? Katie and Rapforce. Who led the league in assist? Um, Amit. Oh. Who led the league in two points? Ers. Oh, perk. <laughs> Two pointers. <laughs> Who led the league in one point goals? Zed. Who led the league in face-off percentage? Nardella. Yes. Who led the league in shots taken? Ooh. Um, ooh, ooh. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Oh, I don't know. Don't tell me. Um, led the league in shots taken. Yes. Shots on goal, I guess, technically. What team is he on? The whips. The whips. <laughs> he was scored a lot of goals. <laughs> Zed? Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. He took 59. Sheesh. 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 Right. <laughs> uh, Matt Rambo led in points. Christian Mazzone led in shot percentage. Oh. 69%. Well, nice. Pat took one shot and made it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw that. And so I, I was wondering technically, like, so how do we measure percentage because if you do go one for one like that's 100 percent. yeah okay um (laughs) kyle burnler had 60 63 percent save percentage matt mcmahon actually you were partially right i think because i think matt mcmahon and kate tied for 12 they did so you let's go um matt rambo led an assist with 18 serge perk had six two bombs Zed Williams had 21 point goals. Nards had a 72% faceoff percentage, and Zed Williams had 59 shots taken. Wow. I did great. Very good. I remember when everyone used to beak me because they thought I was bad, but look at me now. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's because this new stats. a little easier. Yeah. Hey. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, we whoa. All right. That is our episode. <laughs> we will talk to you all next Tuesday. But before you go and we go, make sure you subscribe <laughs> on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please, and leave us a review. Please. Make sure you also follow us at The Inside Feed on Twitter and Instagram and at LisaRedman29 and at Emma Dams on the gram and don't forget if you want to be part of that speed boy uh dm us on instagram at the inside feed and just let us know we will respond and get it situated we will do it over zoom so we usually record i mean we can record it 
Sunday, Monday, Friday. Yeah. Like you tell us. You tell our schedules are open. <laughs> <laughs> we will schedule our lives around yep. you. <laughs> no, but really, like DM us if you want to be part of it, because we will put you on this podcast. Yep. Okay. Wow. See you next week. Bye. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. Hey.